Last time on Roads Uncharted, you chased down a massive creature, which you learned was actually a large white wolf with crystals or ice or something growing out of its back. It attacked and nearly took out your new companion, Big Mood. Arthas and Big Mood and the group together was able to damage and entangle this creature after it tried to run away. Where we last left off, Ro heard the sound of more footprints coming up upon the four of you in the snow. Oh no. Now, the initiative is much the same. The only difference is that it's going to be two PC, NPC, two PC, NPC. The four of you won't get to all act in one before the NPC takes a takes a shot. So we are at the top of the round. Who would like to go first? I'd like to go first. I want to meet our new friends. Turn around and just count how many are coming down upon us. You see two more large white wolves. These, however, their crystals are kind of small and they're certainly not as large as the beastie you have been fighting. Still poses a very big problem. Uh, Eight, uh, big mood. You might want to turn around. We've got more friends. More friends? And I will abruptly turn and look at you to see where you're pointing. Not friends, not, sorry, unfriendly. Oh, and like that, that acknowledgement of the danger hits, hits my voice. I see more friends. What would you have us do, best friend, bro? Stay together. They're going to try and find an opening. Don't let that happen. And let's see, is there anything I can do right now? I'll take another defensive stance. Okay. Next PC slot. I would like to rush in. All right. So are you rushing towards those two wolves and abandoning the one wolf that is currently encased in ice that's sitting right next to you? Uh, yes, because I don't think it poses a threat anymore. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you can spend your maneuver to close the distance there. To get up to row is short distance, and they're just beyond that range band. So that wouldn't be a problem. And I would like to battle rage. When making a melee skill check, I can add a setback to add two to the damage to a successful attack. Give me your attack. And are you going after the one on the left or the one on the right? The one on the left. Uh, four successes and a triumph. And you add two successes, or is that with the two successes? Battle Rage is two damage to one of the successful attacks. Two damage, thank you. Yeah. What does this attack look like as you're racing up next to Rope? Really just trying to make myself look like as much of a target as I can in a full tilt screaming to try and get their attention and just an overhead smash. You do so, and you slam this sword club into this creature's shoulder, and you hear a crack as it touches. It is at this point that the wolf on the right makes a lunge for Roe. Oh, no. Roe is much smaller and has not made any move to attack. Now, if I remember right, defensive stance gives you, you said, a plus one to your melee defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I just realized one thing, though, is that 
I forgot to address the triumph that Arthas rolled. Oh, shoot. I did the damage. What else do you want to do with that triumph? I guess I'll just clear some strain. I mean, if you want, you can upgrade the difficulty of that wolf's check. That's probably a way better idea. Okay. Wrote very similarly to what you saw happen to Big Moo, this creature lunges at you and it topples into you. It braces its massive paws onto your shoulders and it reaches for the section between your neck and your shoulder and you feel its teeth sink into you. Sure. It did roll some threat, which is good. Row, this creature topples into you and bites into your neck. It hurts a hell of a lot. You are going to take eight wounds. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Now, out of curiosity, do you scream out? Do you try to put on a brave face? What happens when you get attacked like this? Yes, absolutely, I scream out. And almost like, like, uh, <clears throat> from a scream, it turns into almost a snarl back at this wolf. <sighs> and I'd like to use an out-of-turn incidental, if that's okay. Yes, you may. I'd like to channel the human spirit to unleash the beast within. You may do so. Give me that. I believe it's a hard discipline check, yes? It is a hard discipline check, but I've got so much discipline. So much willpower. Alright, here we go. Okay. That's not good for for the for <laughs> that's not good for the purple dice. But here we go. <gasps> oh! Okay, that cancels out that and that cancels out those two. Okay, okay. I love these dice so much. Two success and three advantage. Okay. Describe what that means to the audience, if you will. Ro has this wolf biting down on his neck, and that scream that has turned into a snarl grows more and more feral you will and he grabs the muzzle of the wolf and starts to pry it off of his shoulder but along with that first you hear something this almost shifting and cracking of bone if you're paying attention Roe is getting taller his legs are starting to reform and he my heels grow out of my shoes and the laces you hear step step as the laces give and snap, splitting open to reveal paws, very padded and powerful. The fastenings on my clothing, they release. I wear very particular clothing with lots of zippers and fastenings. They now pop open as my muscles begin to expand and fill the, the, the extra fabric in. The skin starts to tear and heal rapidly and then sharp claws then emerge from my hands and my feet. The heavy-looking tail juts out from the gap at the top of my pants, and the same unkempt hair on, on my head turns into shaggy fur, and it creeps over to cover my face and bare skin. I've grown into, this, into the once oversized armor. Now it fits perfectly and contours this new form. 
my skull has elongated to a muzzle and fangs poke out from the top of my jaw. My ears grow to points and move up to the top of my head. Bright golden eyes, voracious, have replaced the sleep-deprived and tired eyes. This is now the wolf form of Roe. And so, ripping the wolf from my shoulder, tossing it aside, I'm now not not as tall as Arthur's. Arthur's is gigantic, but now I've grown a good seven, eight inches taller. Eight. Mood. Go to Arthur's. Get away from me. Ro, you look different. Go now. I know we are in the midst of a fight, but there is no reason for you to be terse and rude. I need to heal all my strain really quick. Yeah, you're good. I, I love how Eight takes the moment to say, manners matter, even in battle. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> so at this point, the wolf that uh, that had bitten me, I ripped it off and tossed it aside. And this, uh, I'm going to step forward, pick it up and throw it into the other one. Sure. All right. So if you're going to... You're gonna toss this creature. This thing is getting absolutely thrown. I was no, I was hoping to use brawl. I mean, I was gonna say athletics, but I'll leave that up to the player if you if you think uh, making an attack with a improvised weapon would be better for you. To to combat. Okay, cool. Something that's really cool about my character is that I can use cunning instead of brawn for any any brawl or range checks. Okay. Uh, what what difficulty? Go ahead and make it medium. Oh, this thing is so fucked. I'm just saying. The total is eight successes, two threat. Okay, two threat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Two threat is you or an ally take a setback or the creature gets a boost. I'll give the creature a boost. All right. So, so describing this as I, as eight gives me that, you know, reprimand, uh, that, 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 you know, that quick reprimand. Um, going to look over, look back at the wolf, take a step forward, grab it by its scruff, just easily lifting it, almost like lifting a sausage. I don't know why I made that comparison. And then chuck it overhead. Not even like a, not even like an underhand, just overhead into its, into its friend. Yeah, you do so. And when you do, you watch as, because it's bouncing into its friend, it kind of almost bounces over its back. So bonk and keeps going. And as it keeps going, it actually lands against a boulder and you hear a sickening crack and it falls to the ground and lays still. Do I still have an uh, incidental or a maneuver? Yes. I'm going to use one of those or both of those if it it takes to roar at the, the other one. An incidental, yeah. On that note, um, PC slot. <laughs> Seeing that, I look at Big Mood, and my eyes, Big Mood, are just normally they're like a, a bright violet color, like when you have swimming goggles on your face, they're just extended lenses. But for a moment, they just kind of flash really bright after seeing Ro just pick up that other wolf and fucking chuck it to death. And I just go, I do believe that best friend Ro is entitled to be rude right now. We should do as he says. Uh, okay. So there is a PC slot. Who's taking that? 
if you don't mind, Big Mood, I would go first, just because I've patched you up and I would kind of stand up abruptly, um, kind of give you another pat on the shoulder and say, you should be all right to get moving when you feel comfortable. And I will regard the other wolf and I will turn back to the one that Arthas left behind. And despite the fact that best friend Ro told us to assist Arthas, I will look at the other wolf and I will frown and I level the spoon. It's still stuck in the ice and I will take a maneuver to aim and I will kind of mutter all this pain, all this death that is your doing, it will be your undoing and I will make sure that we take you down. As I'm saying that, I would like to do my usual skating tirade bullshit. So I'm just gonna roll that real quick. Okay, no, I have a wash, but with the effects of a triumph. So I would like for when Ro roared, I would like for it to have shaken the snow that is on the bobs of the trees around the creature. And I would like for it to fall around it and ensnare it for one turn more. Okay. As now it's encased in ice and also a clump of snow that just kind of falls all over it as the trees just kind of shake from that thunderous scream that my friend has done. Yeah, I like that idea. And then I will cast my spell. I would like to use a story point to upgrade my check so that I'm rolling three yellow dice instead of two. Short range, but I'm upgrading it once because of the creature, and I'm upgrading it again because I'm making this deadly. And deadly makes it so that uh, it's crit rating two, and then I aim so I get a boost. So I have three yellow a red, a purple, and a blue. I have a triumph and three advantages. I would like the triumph to cast it at a critical and I'll use the three advantages to recover strain. So I'm gonna gain three, lose two because I cast a spell. So that puts me at seven and I will roll for the crit. I believe it already has two. The deadly spell also gives me vicious in a rating equal to my ranks in knowledge, which would be two. So it's vicious two, which means I'm adding 40 to whatever I roll, which isn't great. It's a 63 after all is said and done. And that's going to wind up being three plus three. So eight damage before soak. Okay. And it is disoriented. So it cannot take maneuvers until the injury is healed. If I remember right. This time with the spoon, that's swirling this mystical red energy that's almost looks like a bladed O like a little saw blade. And as it casts the spell, it kind of whizzes through and you hear the sound as the spell energy tears across the creature's flesh. And it's like a saw blade's just dragging across this white wolf's snow-laden fur. And it leaves a red trail as it passes through because of not the magical energy, but blood. Oh wait, no, it has green blood. So it's a little bit of both, green and red. It's very festive if you like Christmas. Eight, how do you want to do this? Yeah, so the, the magical saw blade basically passes across the chest and goes at an angle that it kind of slices upwards across the creature's jugular and just the ichor goes everywhere and it kind of slumps forward. And then as the ice breaks apart, it just kind of collapses into the snow where it stands. It drops. This last wolf 
now stands alone at Arthas's feet. It's two of its potential pack mates are now dead. It is going to try and bolt, so it is going to spend its maneuver, plus it's going to forego its action to try and get at medium range away from Arthas. Next PC slot, so it's either Mood or Arthas. Who would like to go? Go for it, Mood. I'm, I'm, st- I'm still new here, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to disobey the uh, my new best friend who turned into a wolf. So I'm going to go over toward Arthas, and um, seeing the wolf run away, not having any personal issues with the wolf. Uh, I'll just sort of stand there and watch it run and look up toward Arthas and just say, nice night for it. And um, just just make sure that the wolf keeps running. Just say, you, you keep running, wolf, or else. Arthas? I bet you can guess. You're going to tickle it? Good guess, but uh, a little off the mark. I'm going to run after the wolf. Alright, so let's spend a maneuver to get up to short range with it. And now, do you want to forego your action to get up and engage, or do you want to spend two strain? I will forego my action to get within range. So Arthas, you spend your turn chasing and getting close to this beastie. Just as you are drawing within range of this creature, all of you hear, thoo, thoo, and arrows come flying from the trees, smack into this creature, knocking it down as it tu- its body tumbles down the hillside. PC slot. Is it a new turn? Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, wait, NPC slot. Sorry. That's right, the new initiative, NPC slot. Sorry. Um, all right, so this creature is going to use a maneuver to stand and forego its action to keep running. Now it's a PC slot. Would I have heard those those arrows, Lucy? That's fair. That is very fair. I'm going to run in the opposite direction. Are you just using one maneuver? Or are you going to use... I'm, I'm using all of uh, as much as I can to, okay. to get as far away from... Okay. Uh, one, the party, and two, uh, this new uh, uh, new potential um, threat. Who would like to go next? Because there's another PC slot. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'm going to take the hint. Like, okay, that was uh, messed up a little bit there, but hey, I'm new to this. Be kind to yourself, Moon. Uh, how far away is this wolf now-ish? To you, it is now long range. All right. I want to. I want to help, but I don't think I can catch up. So I'm gonna um, adjust. Use my uh, maneuver to adjust the grip on the uh, the wagon wheel handle, and I'm going to Captain America throw the wagon wheel at the wolf. Okay. I mean, sure. Why not? It's not engaged with anything, so that should be fine. Improvised weapon and two red. Two successes. How do you want to do this? Um, <laughs> all right. I would like to throw the wagon wheel, uh, but this isn't a practice maneuver. It's it's a little awkward. He throws it way off base, but it like bounces off a tree and just kind of bonks the wolf upside the head. 
and I'm running after the shield and I see the wolf fall and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We are out of initiative. There are three dead wolves scattered about this valley floor. Ro is distancing himself from the rest of the group. Arthas, out of the tree line, you see two figures emerge. And Big Mood, why don't you describe what Arthas sees? Arthas sees two black-furred minotaurs. They're less thick and a little shorter than Mood. They're wearing adventuring-appropriate gear, which is a new wrinkle for Mood's family, as, as you know of it. One has a uh, white patch over the left eye. One has a white patch over the right eye. One with the uh, patch on the left eye is carrying a bow, and the other's carrying a sword. They're probably smirking at Big Mood. Yeah, the one with the bow walks over and grabs the arrows out of the one corpse. They both nod at Arthas, and they look over at you, all, Big Mood, almost simultaneously. Uh, I, uh, see, Sam said, I, I, I told you I could do this. And he's, he's sort of woozy, you know, from the loss of blood and the adrenaline wearing off. So it's, it's, it's good to see you again. Uh, uh, I thought you might, I thought you might be gone. We heard that there was a creature troubling Westbridge and uh, that there would be a reward for catching it, but it appears you got to them before us. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't the creature. I couldn't tell from the drawing, you know, it holds up the, so I couldn't tell what this was. And, uh, but it wasn't me. It was, it was, um, this wolf back here. The tree is gross, you guys. I, I still know how you do it, but I beat you, so. Yes, yes, you beat us. Did you by chance get mother's message? No. I, I, I haven't heard from many of you for a couple of years now. But I, I, well, no. Samson looks over at the other Minotaur and looks back at you. Well, that explains a lot. Come on, let's go back to the village. Can have some dinner, some drinks, can celebrate your success. And then we can head home. Okay, I, I like that. You, but before we do that, you you gotta come meet my my new best friends. Samson smiles. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Question for you, Ro. Oh, you said you're keeping your distance from the party. What does that mean for you? I've run off. Okay. Yeah. While Big Mood is greeting his siblings, I have taken off after best friend Ro as slowly as I can 
Additionally, DM, since the combat is over, I would like to make a discipline check to recover strain. Anybody that wants to may do so. I believe it's simple. So I just rolled two, so I get two strain. So I will, before we get to the row and eight meetup, Arthas, you see all this going on. What are you, what are you doing? I'm kind of looking for Roe. I don't think I saw all that uh, turning into a werewolf bit. Sure. And I mean, the dangerous part's over. So probably just chilling and trying to figure out where the hell Roe went. All right. I'll say that you don't, don't see him anywhere in the vicinity. But you do see eight taking off in the distance. Are you doing anything with these wolves? Or are you just kind of like letting them be? I did hear the word reward, so I'm going to pick those up. Are you picking up one of the smaller ones? Are you going to try and pick up the big one? It's going to be like when you try and get all your groceries in in one trip. Okay, you know... Or I'm going to try and just struggle through You know it. what? <laughs> Give me an athletics check. Give it to me at hard difficulty, so three purple, please. Two threats. All right. You don't exactly fail. You don't exactly succeed. So I'll say it takes you a couple tries to get the body stacked just so. And they're a little heavier than you anticipated, so you do have to move a little slower on your trek back to Westridge. It's the world's grossest game of Jenga. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, you're getting covered in gross adventuring stuff. All right, eight, so you are chasing after Ro. I sure am. I am going to try to follow footsteps and noise and whatever else I can to try and track them down. Because no friend should go running off into the woods by themselves, even one who can just casually overhand an enormous wolf monster and yell rudely and forcefully at their friends without a second thought about it. But I believe with Big Mood's brother and sister having arrived and Arthas still being there, I feel like they're pretty well in hand with that situation. So I am just giving chase. Ro, are you knocking into trees? Are you being very stealthy? I mean, is you tell me, how hard is it for Eight to follow you? I would imagine it would be very, very hard for Eight to keep up. Um, at there, at some point, Ro would have gone to all fours to create more distance and try and try and weave through the trees. Because in, in, in my head, I'm thinking there are hunters of some sort that would not understand. And so I'd rather not be in the vicinity. So I'd make it try to make it difficult to track um, as much as possible. Maybe making a like a leap every now and again in random directions. All right. So then in that case, eight, give me a survival check at medium difficulty with one setback between the random leaps and the snow that is still falling. Oh boy, survival. One yellow. And because of Lore's blessing, I have a blue. Because I've been blessed by the god of nature. Came up blank. All of my dice came up blank. I rolled... All, all of my good dice came up blank, I should say. The purple ones were great. They rolled three fails. So I'm just stumbling around in the woods for way too long basically like oh the trail picks up here and I just kind of waddle forward um, following after it and then it's like oh wait no this looks like a rabbit's tracks and then I like f 
find another patch of snow and I just follow after that. Oh, they went this way. And eventually I just kind of stop feeling like I'm actually actively tracking Ro and I just start yelling. Friend Ro! Where did you go? Where are you? How bad is the snow right now? The snow is actually lightening up. The clouds are starting to dissipate. The snowflakes are getting smaller. It is the tail end of this snowstorm. I simply cannot leave Ro out here in the wilderness by themselves. After all, we did promise that we would help take them to Kidolva with us. And regrettably, Arcturus seems fairly enamored with him. So it would be quite a shame if I returned back to town without him. So I will endeavor to find him. As long as it takes, I do not need to sleep. After about, let's say, 10 minutes, Rose is going to find some sort of gathering of trees that he could hide behind or, or, or rest up upon and try to turn back. Okay, that's not too bad. That is two success and two advantage. In the same way that I turned into the wolf, turning back into the wolf looks equally, if not more painful, as bones seem to crack. They crack and shift, um, and the hair uh, falls off, uh, the, the extra hair, and the wound that uh, Rose suffered on his shoulder, it stopped bleeding, but you can tell that it's very fresh of a wound. Also, Rose is very sweaty and just breathing very hard. <sighs> and he will begin fastening the undone zippers and buttons of his clothes. And once again, the armor looks like it just, just slightly too big for him. Just ever so slightly. Oh yeah, and his shoes are broken, so he's going to have to find some more shoes. But he's he's very barefoot right now. Yeah, and so he, he's lying down on his back and just like like going like, this is the worst part. I'm trying to remember all of the zippers and buttons. Rope, you hear eight calling for you. And he has eight calling off in the distance and he's going to bring himself up to his two feet <clears throat> and call out, I'm over here, eight. <sighs> I will look in that direction and just kind of push my way through the throng of trees that are interposed between me and good friend Ro. And I'll basically like slowly peek out from around behind a tree and see you laying there or sitting up. Yeah, I, I, I brought myself to my feet and kind of leaning against the tree. The shoulder that was bit is, it doesn't look broken or anything. It's just kind of like letting it rest. Um, against the against his like trying to keep it tight against his chest as he's leaning up against the tree, very tired. I'm here. I found you, and I'll start walking forward, reaching into my bag, um, and I'll pull out the medical kit that I had used just a moment prior, with big mood. Um, and I've just kind of got it cradled in my giant 
hands and the palms. Ro, you are injured. And forgive me if I am mistaken, you appear to be in distress. Uh, yeah, yeah. The injury will heal. Oh, the stress is yet to be validated or not, depending on... You saw the... Did you see what what happened afterwards? Are the hunters after me? Just a moment, and I'll put the bag down, and I'll kind of squat, and I'll start fiddling through it, and I'll do basically the same... same dealy. I'll pull out the... I'll pull out bandages and salves, and I'll start applying them, and I'll... I'll forego the herbs and spices because I am acutely aware that Rose seems to have an aversion to green things. And uh, as I'm, you know, I, I stand back up and I, I hold out the materials to you and I just say, may I dress your wound? Yes, uh, I suppose. Excellent. I assure you, this will be infinitely less painful than what caused the injury. And, like, I slap the salve down, and it's just stinging with the medicinal nature of the material. It just burns a little bit. And uh, I start wrapping it with the bandage, and I don't look at you while I'm doing this, but you can see my eyes are fairly soft and, like, illuminating your your clothes and your skin with a pretty faint purple light. Friend Ro, there are no hunters after you. Okay. And I must say, I was not quite expecting to see that kind of side of you. I was not ever expecting you to see it either. Tell me, and I'm still like rapping, is this common for people from the western continent to experience this sort of transformation while under extreme instances of stress absolutely not no i kind of shake my head i see then you are a cultural rarity cultural rarity is the nicest way i've ever heard it but cursed abomination is beast is much closer what I've heard. You're not... Eight, I understand that you are very fond of me, and I'm grateful for that, but you're not the least bit scared. I'm quiet for a moment as I continue to wrap the the wound for a little bit, and you'd note the color of my lenses change from that bright, vivid violet to more of like a lighter lilac, almost pseudo pink as I'm lost in thought and once I'm done I secure the bandage and I step back just a half step and stand there, my arms down at my side and I look you square in the eyes and I say if I had any reason to fear for my life, I would not have followed you. The reason I would say I am not worried is that the instant you changed first thing you did was you directed your friends on how you would like to see them behave. And then, you had also warned us to, quote, stay away from you, if at any point I was worried that you would have hurt us. You would have turned on us without having warned us. 
Which leads me to believe that shred of humanity, compassion, and feeling for your fellow creatures exists within your body, despite whatever physical changes you might endure. I really said that. As sure it is nighttime, you did say that. Okay. It's always a toss-up how much of your how much of your presence stays. If you don't act quick, you're very, very immediately taken over by instinct. And the instinct of a predator, the instinct of a monster is to feed. I'm surprised I had the wherewithal to warn you. How many times have you experienced this? More times than I'm able to remember. And of these times in excess of remembrance, how many people have you actually caused harm to? People who... And my eyes go back to that purple color for a moment. For lack of a more elegant term, people who did not deserve it. Me, personally, I don't think there are any. But you have to understand, my pack, my family, the numbers of innocent lives lost to this form, the beast, fairy tales, children's cautionary tales, stories, all this stuff. We are the reason why, at least in my hometown, you children are warned not to go out at night. I have heard stories before, but there are stories for many different things. And Mother's Library was always full of books, both historical, educational, and fiction. And besides, and I kind of turn and face back in the direction we came from. You are currently traveling with two people that the world would consider to be very dangerous. Are you aware of the old stories of Giantkin? <laughs> I mean, until I met Arthas, they were just large people again in children's stories exactly in the time I have been traveling with Arthas he has been greeted with many suspicious inquiries both vocal and physical and even mental scrutiny he has alluded to old stories and old wives tales involving giants stealing children even killing people and grinding them into a fine dust to turn into bread, while beings of my stature are regarded as nothing but simple tools of war to be used for whatever purposes suit those that would claim ownership over us. For your part, it must be divine providence of some sort that you have come into the company of the two of us, for we are all of a kind, misunderstood, Suppose you're right. I just we should we should head back. You are right. We should. I would like to leave this instance 
with one very simple thing for you to remember. We are your friends, both Arthas and myself, and we will do all we can to make you feel comfortable in our presence and wherever we go. Now, and I kind of look down, I couldn't help but notice your shoes have been destroyed. <laughs> Perhaps I can assist until we get back to the inn. I would like to use the spells to summon boots. Sure. Yeah. You can do that. They're not going to be... <laughs> They're not going to be like the chicken, right? They'll last an hour if this spell goes off, right? This time I'll concentrate on it, though. So that they won't go away. Okay. Oh, yeah, those are some fine boots. Uh, you've got yourself some nice, already warm foot coverings on your feet. As basically, I stand there and look at your feet, and uh, I say, well, we'll need to get something on your feet. And I pop the spoon out, and I just kind of hold it, and you see that energy generating at the tip. I say, please do not worry. This will not hurt. And the energy kind of swirls around your feet and instead of like dust it's the snow and the dirt and everything that's on the substrate of the forest floor and it kind of coalesces and makes boot shapes and for a moment you probably think I'm just making new shoes made out of snow and in an instant they just kind of turn into leather with you know soles and nice laces and everything and it's just like oh yeah these are really great boots fantastic very cushy so with the summoning of the boots. Is there anything else the group would like to accomplish before we call this session ended? I mean, back to the inn is like the only thing that I can think of. But if there's anything in between that and now that we want to do, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with back to the inn. Um, Mood is going to... Um, deflect the actual retrieval of the bloody wolf parts. It's going to sort of subtly delegate that out to other folks who aren't as squeamish. And, um, and you know, he, he wants to head back to the inn with everybody else. So the group of you make it back to the inn. The villagers are ecstatic. Uh, terrified at first, finding out that there was more than one of those creatures when Arthas shows up with all three of them piled on his person. Um, they cheer. The alcohol, the food, is flowing nonstop. They are celebrating. Uh, you learn that the wolf with the crystals is a creature that has been plaguing them for quite some time. It's usually stuck to livestock. Uh, Jerry was the first human death. However, because, Mood, you had grabbed the bulletin and Arthas, you carried back the bodies, they share that they felt the original reward of 400 gold was not going to be sufficient. So on top of the 400 gold that you can split amongst yourselves, they offer free lodging for as many nights as you are in Westbridge. Can you throw out... Uh, uh, boots into that as well. Mine seem to have disappeared. The local tailor slash cobbler is more than happy to provide a pair of nice leather boots for you. 
Much appreciated. Mood, mood, mood wants to just say his goodbyes before he heads off with with I head off with my family. Um, he sort of sits there quietly for a moment, twiddling his thumbs awkwardly and nervously. And he looks up at Arthas and Roe and Eight and says, um, it's, um, you helped me find my family. And I don't know how, you, how to thank you for that. And you're the first, first folks who made me feel welcome in a real long time. I don't know how to thank you for that either, but you're amazing. All of you. I'm glad we're friends. And um, you know, I got to go set things straight at home. I hope we meet again someday. And if, if you ever need some flirt, you can stop by my shop in Devonport. I'll, I'll miss all of you. We'll miss you too. Big mood. Best of luck. It was an absolute pleasure to assist you in your first adventure. Now, I must warn you, be sure to wash your wound and dress it daily. Otherwise, it might become infected and potentially gangrenous. I, I don't I don't want it to get gross. Thanks. Thanks for the advice. And, and good luck on your adventures. I hope you all find what you're looking for. I think that's actually a perfect line to end it. Good job, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time. But in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax, who you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. Arthas, champion of Offham, is played by Neil. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Roe is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Kappa Chris. Big Mood is played by our guest, Warrior. You can follow him on Twitter at WarriorMN.